Joe, we're live. Buenos, hey, buenos dias, hombre. How are you today, my friend? Good, good. How are you doing? Did you have a good weekend? Uh, yes. yes I yeah? So. I think so. I'm not sure. I wish I could. I don't know why I can't get this screen across. So I'm operating from this uh, the computer camera today because I had a joystick fail. I'm a joystick, a, a tripod failure, and it won't hold my camera up. So we're operating from... Uh, from the old MacBook. But, well, dude, uh, you, you, you look like you're in a smoky room over there, man. Yeah, you know, look who's talking. <laughs> I was just saying how yeah. much crystal clear my uh, little camera on my MacBook is than yours. Yeah, it's you and all those Kardashian-type influencers. But the good news is you bought a new – you got new cameras and shit coming. It's exciting yeah. times. Toys. I love toys. Uh, black – Black Friday sale, man. It's like, awesome. oh, why not? Awesome. So um, that's all showing up today sometime. Good. Um, so so everybody will get to, I mean, I See guess. See you more clearly. Clear. How lovely for all of us. Yeah. So um, <laughs> what you do over the weekend is, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what that's what she said, right? No. <laughs> um, what um, would you do over the weekend? Trading-wise. Uh, I I didn't do a lot. I'm actually trying to help my buddy. Um, he had a rather odd thing happen, and um, I'm a little concerned about him. He, um, uh, his tokens, uh, stake tokens for Olympus and Time disappeared out of his wallet, um, and it's about seventy thousand dollars worth. And he um, hasn't has activity in his wallet showing you sent to yourself in MetaMask, right? So sent the tokens to yourself, like to another wallet attached to your wallet, but he doesn't have that wallet in MetaMask. So um, he's, uh, we're trying to, uh, I've got some people I can contact to see if they can help him out um, because he's not sure what happened and he's fairly new at all this stuff. So he's a little nervous at the moment. But uh, I spent a little time this weekend trying to help him decipher what's going on and trying to track it. There's no activity in the wallet that they were sent to, right? All The only activity is the sends of his uh, memo tokens and his um, S-Ohm to that wallet. And he noticed it about five days ago when it happened because he was showing zero in his S-Ohm, but he just thought he was having a glitch connecting to... Um, connecting to the uh to the you know to the wallet through the app on his phone the interesting thing is he i didn't know this was possible he's on ios he uses google chrome as his browser on ios and you can you can in google chrome click connect in an app like olympus dow and it will open metamask up and ask you for permission so there's some cross I didn't think, no, this was possible. I thought you could only use the MetaMask wallet in iOS, right? But he's actually using Google Chrome as his browser in iOS and accessing MetaMask kind of like interconnected to the app. So I thought that was what the problem was, but it's actually may also be where the, the money got sent out from. I, I don't know. I'm a little flying blind on it, but I'm a little concerned for him at this point. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Be. But the odd thing is the activity record in MetaMask says sent, you know, you sent this to yourself, which I assume means in MetaMask, you can have multiple accounts, multiple yeah. wallet addresses, right? 
I would assume it means that it can be sent that that it was like if I sent it from myself to another one of my wallet addresses is when I would see you sent it to yourself. But he doesn't have that address that it was sent to in his wallet. He has two accounts, the main one and another account, and it's not the addresses don't match and the tokens aren't in there. Anyway, let me ask you a question. So what, one quick question, because I was thinking about something similar the other day. When you have like those two or three accounts in MetaMask, they're all the same seed phrase, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's different wallets. But I don't think I don't think they automatically come into a. I think if you like took your seed phrase to another computer with MetaMask and you added the seed phrase, only the main account would come in. I think you have to use your private key to pull in the other accounts. But I was going to suggest maybe he tries that on a different yeah, machine, another computer. A browser. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. Like we'll try. I'll have him give that over, a shot anyway. Like go over to Firefox and install yeah. the extension there and then import the seed phrase and see what happens. Um, yeah. I, I, I was on Google Chrome for a while, you know, at the beginning of the year. And then I started seeing something kind of wiggy there. And I was like, hey, I <laughs> locked it, uninstalled everything quickly, headed over to Firefox and reloaded there and everything was cool. So it might just be something glitchy about Chrome, like you're thinking. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. this stuff always kind of unless somebody got a seed phrase or he connected to a shady site or something. I mean, not shady. Yeah. Like you would be no, I know what to, you mean. Just, well, yeah. the other thing is he's up. I told him. A few weeks ago, he needed to get his own computer because he's been using his phone and then he's been using his son's computer, um, which <laughs> scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Because, I mean, because God knows what the son's downloading, right? I mean, you know, we, right. were, all, we were all 16, 17 before. Um, yeah, and we had to go to the grocery store to get what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. They could just download it now. <laughs> so Instantly. that yeah. was a concern I had. So the next thing is is, is uh, run some malware scans on that computer. But um, anyway, no, let's. Uh, so any other Good than luck. that? Good luck other, to him. Yeah, other than that, the weekend was, uh, you know, uh, the weekend. Yeah, I, I took try a lot to think of profits. what the fuck I did. I don't think I did anything. I TP'd all over the place. I took a lot of profits over the weekend just because I was like, I can't figure out what's going on with all these layer ones. So, yeah. you know, I pretty much, I like, dumb, well, the big news was that, you know, Uniswap is now coming to Polygon. So, you know, they're coming in, Polygon's bringing them in, throwing in like a billion in incentives. Uniswap's right. throwing another billion in. So what does that say for Define and Crystal and all those? Well, my taxes? question is, who's going to use Uniswap? I mean, I think I a mean, lot of people, yeah, normies but, that are coming over from ETH to Polygon. Yeah, but that's for swapping, right? Uniswap. Uniswap's not going to have any of the yield farms that you sure? these other projects are going to have. Like the levels of yield. I, I, I oh, no, they're not going to have the crazy. I would be yet. shocked if Uniswap had a... 150%, much less a 1500% yield farm. Like, oh, shot. no, no, they'll never have that. They'll yeah. never have that. But what I, they will have I is think Polygon's for wasting the, their fucking money. But what do I know? Well, look, I mean, sushi swaps there, quick swaps there, and another 50 decks type plays. Um, I think with Uniswap, it's that they're, you know, getting gashed on transactions. People are getting gashed on gas. 
So when you they don't even know how to get to Polygon, the normies. Yeah. So I think it's kind of an easy gateway to bring more people to Polygon. That makes sense. But I think it's also a threat to another one. Well, anyhow, so the, the point was I just kind of got tired of a lot of it. I took profit across the board, use it as an excuse, and you know, dropped a lot of layer ones um just to go into like so wait, what did you dump out of, dude? Um Matic. Fant Phantom. Wait, what? Oh, um, Phantom the token. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, you made yeah, money yeah. on that. That's been up, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. Look, I'm up like 7 to 12x on all of these. Nice. So it's not like I'm panicking. I'm just sitting there going, wait, wait. How many times have I been sitting there thinking, is this going higher or not? And then it's not. And then I'm pissed at myself. So I just yeah. said this time I'm not going to worry about it. Um, and so I just trimmed all those positions. But, you know, now I'm kind of like you. I'm in all the Omi type shit. So... <laughs> You know, I added the Klima. You did uh, add I the added Klima. The, I still haven't pulled the trigger yeah. on the Klima. Well, I just, I like their game. You know, I like yeah. it. It has actually, you know, you know, my whole criticism of all these plays in the past has been I don't see the end game. Right. And so then, you know, you show me Snow Dog and I'm like, well, fuck, there's a pretty interesting end game. I love the end you know, game. Now, there. if they fulfill it and do it, I mean, I don't know who any of these people are. So I have no idea. It yeah. Could be, you know, a monster ripoff. But, at this point, you know, who knows? Maybe so. And and I'll talk a little about the logic on, on Snow Dog a little bit more because it does assume in that simulation that it's one buy of all, you know, that basically drives that price up. But if you break it down to 100 buys, obviously it doesn't move it as much. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. I think their incentive is to drive the price up. So my guess is they would probably do one buy or a couple of buys. Um, but, you know, that's an end game. I see it. Okay. So we're going to buy it all back and launch a meme token on AVAX. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, nobody else is saying like that. So right. then um, when I look at Klima, it's the same way. I go, oh, yeah, well, there is a play here because everybody that uh, has carbon credits can come in and mint for Klima. And, you know, basically it's about driving up the price of, of basic carbon tonnage. Right. Um, so I see that's an end game that should get attraction because – you know, a lot of people are concerned about that, um, rightfully so. Yep. Um, but all the other ones to me are like, okay, it's like not not quite smarter coin, but you know, it's like this can go, but I don't see where it goes. You know, yep. like so. You know, so I did cash out of time. Sorry, guys, but you know, I was up four x, and I put it all into the other ones. Sure. Like I put it into Snowbank and a little tiny bit into Snow Dog and doubled my liquidity pool for blizzard uh, i'm just you know kind of taking the profits when i can because you know i remember sitting there in 2018 when thanksgiving hit and i watched <laughs> everything just get gutted by 60 and you keep waiting for that bounce keep waiting for the bounce keep waiting for the bounce and then it just fucking drops to nothing yeah and so Brutal. you remember that slow bleed in 2018 from about may on and then um then of course yep. that was followed up with the cryptopia hack but um, you know, to me, I'm like, I'm not going to get caught with my pants down on this one because if there yeah. is a correction, you know what? I That's want smart. plenty of I need to start dry powder. Profits. And so I did, but then I, you know, came in and found a, a new, found two new DAOs that are just getting out of the gates. One is I missed the private sale over. I set up on Binance Smart Chain too, <clears throat> but one I, Ooh, I missed Joe's over there. Jumping into the true DGen network. Hell yeah! I'm like. Dude, what's Why the not? address for the Snow Dog analysis thing? I can't find uh, it. I had it open. Uh, Snowdog.watch. 
Okay, thanks. Um, Joe, so I was moving, messing around with this simulation mode up there. So talk to me about what you're doing on BSC. Uh, okay, well, it's uh, UNUSDAO, U-N-U-S-D-A-O. Oh, you want to share? Why don't you share? Why don't you share? Okay, hold on. Let me pop Uh up the window. Yeah, I'll do it just one second. Where are we at here? Project. Share with us, Joe. Share. I will. I will. Let me just get up. Where's this friggin'? I guess I didn't save any of these. Of course. I'm so fucking tired of managing tabs. I had an interview today with the founder of VFAT. Oh. Uh, he's launched a project called Hundred, which is the uh, supposed to be the um, the conservative, long-term, completely cross-chain, multi-chain lending platform. Um, so um, the idea is is to be the place where people who just want to st- stash stables, make money on it, borrow against them, but low risk, and then. Um, they're doing it completely cross-chain, first multi-chain, then cross-chain. You'll be able to stake on one chain and borrow on the other chain. Yeah, see, that's what, well, you know, I also took some heavy profits on router protocol for that same reason. Is I yeah. everybody wants that. And I'm kind of like, look, you know, that is not a couple of people development efforts. Uh, it's that's big time heavy lifting. So I yeah. thought, you know, somebody else is probably gonna pull that off first. And so, you know, I, I was only up, I think, 90% on that one, but I took it just because I'm like, <laughs> all right. Wait, real yeah, quick. Yeah, I heard something. Yeah. Did you say you're still, are you, did you get in Snow Dog? Or are you still in it? Oh, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in Snow Dog. Yeah. Because like right now, look at this shit, right? Like we're only at 1811. We That's a drop. Where were we this weekend? We were over 2000. We were around 2, 2100. Yeah. Um, but, I think it's just minting just stopped or it's stopping very soon. Or are we and on day I five? Think I think so. What is, uh, let me open my, I'm looking, I pulled all this on one screen. Hold on. Let me just see what I got over here. Um, I think, let me go to the dashboard. Um, on the 22nd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Uh, oh, hour and 44 minutes. So if you want some S dog, this is the time. I mean, you can still get a 10, 10% discount if you do it with ETH, um, 11.5% if you do it with Spell, 11.6% if you do it with Wrapped AVAX. It's not there oh. anymore. Yeah, you're, on yours? Yeah, you're at 5.28% on ETH. Wrapped AVAX is 3.14. Okay, I just respond, re- refreshed. I thought that maybe that was a little bit old. Um, yeah, yeah, it dropped. You're right. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm a little hesitant because I think the vesting period is three days. So, um, you know, uh, I think in three days, it's also the eighth. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'd be best minting right now, because you're going to be coming out of, you're going to be redeeming right at the same time that everybody's yeah, uh, this buyback is allegedly occurring. So I would probably just buy spot on Trader Joe if I was going to play this at this point. Yeah, um, but uh, but even if it gets half, even even if it gets half, like this current simulation, right? It, even if it hits half of this, even if it hits a fourth of this ninety thousand dollar price, that's such a sweet return. 
Well, hit the um, see the simulation button on the top right. Yeah. Simulation mode. Hit that, and so you can change stuff. Like you can change the appreciation of the price to maybe fifty percent. You can change the treasury up fifty percent. Now that won't really grow anymore once minting stops, um, because that's where all that comes from. But then you can also change the amount of purchases. Yeah, I just did so that. If you, yeah, so, so you see what it drops does. Sixteen thousand. I hope they do them all at once, but. I think the incentive, if you're the guys, whatever your intent is here, uh, whether it's totally legit or totally a scam, I mean, isn't your incentive still to drive that friggin' price up? Yeah. Because don't you then want to sell your tokens to exactly. for like 50000 a pop? So yeah, I that's the beauty of it. These guys could be sitting on, you know, hundreds of tokens and they know they get to drive the price up on day eight as high as they want. And they know the time. Well, now, the question I have is, because they don't make the wording clear, is the smart contract randomized or are they planning to do it manually uh, themselves, right? Because it says, yeah. uh, la, 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 la. Uh, where does it say about no, a, At a random time of day eight, yeah. all the mem is spent to orchestrate a massive buyback of SDOG. So unfortunately, day eight is fucking Thanksgiving, which means I'm going to be sitting in front of my fucking computer well, trying to time this. And when they'll probably do it is, well, at least it's Eastern Standard, but when they'll probably do it is like three in the morning while I'm asleep. Well, one thing you can watch for, because the oh, thing wait that happens first is they buy it all and they buy all the MIM. Okay, with everything in the treasury except for the MIM. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, at 3 p.m., so it's after 3 p.m. Yeah, so what I would be looking at is I'll be looking at MIM first to see what happens on Trader Joe's, see if there's a lot of buying going on there because you'll know when those buys are happening. Yeah. I don't know if they'll update the treasury instantly. Um, and then the other question I had, when you look at Snowdog.watch, it shows a liquidity pool there with like about 8 million men right there in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Go down a tiny bit. See that right there? Right there. Yeah. Um, that's the liquidity pool. Well, I can't find that liquidity pool anywhere. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you're buying on Trader Joe's, which is out of that liquidity pool evidently, but I can't seem to find the liquidity pool on Trader Joe's. So I was going to start watching that as well. Um, at that point so you know offline see if you can find it today and let me know yeah. um because that's another thing to keep an eye on um now i have no reason i mean of course i mentioned this in another channel and it, all these people started throwing like 20 grand at it and i'm kind of like whoa, whoa. <laughs> i'm like well, I'm it's a lot that, of fun guys. i mean you figure yeah. you figure with a massive buy you're going to come out profitable if you're in front of your computer on that day right? No matter what, you're probably going to make money because that buy is going to drive price up. Even if it only drives it up 3x, you, you're you in good money. You're in great profit, right? So let's say it drives it up to five grand. I'm a happy camper, but if it drives it up to 80 grand, I'm a really fucking happy camper, right? Yeah. yeah. So the question becomes, can you time that buy and sell? Right. Can you see when they're, when that, will we be able to see when that buy hits and starts happening? Well, the one thing I would think, like what I do is just my lazy man game is 
Uh, just in CoinGecko in the app on my phone, you can put alerts if shit's moving like 10%. And you can right. set a recurring alert in there. So that way I don't have to watch. Yeah, but do they I have that wait. for Trader Joe? Yeah, it's on there. For, okay. No, uh, I, I'm going to start calling this one Snoop Dogg just out of the way because I keep wanting to call it Snoop Dogg, but Snow Dog. Yeah. It's S Dog. It's S Dog is the ticker. So just add it to CoinGecko, set your alert at 10% recurring up and down. And that's all you really need. Um, because yeah. even after the buy occurs, there's still a market to sell them. Um, and then it turns into a meme coin that's worth, I guess, whatever the price is at that point. So, um, you know, you know what you I'm really need is we need limit orders on on Trader Joe. That's what we need. Yeah, that would, yeah. Because here's but, the problem. If they execute the one buy and you're not for sale during that buy, how long does that price sustain? Because everybody's going to be dumping in on that price. Well, I think you got to be around when you got to be watching when it's moving, obviously. And, you know, then you got to figure out, are you sticking around for the meme coin play on AVAX? <sighs> I'm not. I'm not. Um, nope. But the other thing is, let's say this goes up to like before the buy. Let's say it goes up to 8,000. Are you selling at that point? I'm selling half. I'm selling I'll half sell at half. that point. Uh, look, I don't yeah, have I mean, that much anyway, right? I got like under three. So it's not like yeah. I'm, I'm hugely I got invested. less than that. No, yeah. I don't. This, this to me is a. This is you know. This is a bit of a gamble, obviously. Yeah. Um, we're relying on certain aspects of human behavior. We're trying to align with the greediest parts of human behavior. Um, <laughs> like I'm like up. At, I'm up twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm yeah. up. Uh, I'm up. I came in a lot lower than that, but I'm still up. Like you know, with the rebasing and everything, I'm still up like thirty percent right now. Yeah. Um, so to me, you know, I'm going to hang in for the uh, for the rebases until it, we get to that point. Yeah. And I just wow. don't see anybody dumping up to that. But look, let me show you two new ones. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. I'll show you. Okay, I'm going to share it. Okay. Uh, all right. And we're going to share this one. Oh, all right. This one's, yeah, this one's on AVAX as well. Fortress Dow. Fortress, Fortress Dow. Dow. Okay, now look, you 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 want you want in on. Let me switch my network real quick. You want in on this one because this is not um, financial advice. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We are not, course, not financial advisors. Get that thing up. Thank you. You only want um, in on this if you're willing to lose all of your money. Yeah, but okay, this is like ahead, this is the other Omi fork, and it just came out. I think the price is like well, one ninety four. I minted some on this. And my mint price was like 140, I think. Um, and I bought some. I mean, the price is what right did you mint in with like so, MIM? Yes, I went in with MIM at a, this 32% discount. Or I don't know nice. if my screen's current, but it was 32 when I did it. So again, this is the same thing. It's not Snow Dog. This is like Snowbank and Time and all of that. Um, and you know, to me, I'm kind of like it's early. Um you know, you got a monster APY, I mean, 328 million. For those, just to remind everybody, that's assuming that you stayed for a whole year. Um, there's no reason right. to um, go early. What's the there's daily no on that? Like the snow dog um, steak. We are looking Five at- Five days, 23%. Yeah. 
So, you know, I mean, look, this is, I only put three in and I, um, and I minted one, but you know, look, so it's still spinning out 25 bucks a day off of $600 and then another 140 for the, for the mint. Uh, minute you need once, to refresh your screen, by the way. The mint, the mint rates have dropped. Chug, 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 chug. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I guess I did it at the right time. But you certainly yes, don't want to be minting with, with AVAX here. Um, right. So let me do something here. Yeah, so look, the price has gone down a little bit. So people are selling because it went up big this morning or yesterday. So, um, you know, while I was thinking about it, then everything went moving. But I'm like, you know, this is still an easy early price to do. Please, so I yeah. jumped in on that one. Now, the other one that I jumped on. Um, so there's no uh, there's no games here. This is just the straight Olympus Dow fork. Launch. Yep. OK, yep. so the risk is that these are a bunch of crooks and they're going to they're going to rug, rug you. Well, yeah. 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 That's the that's the that's the just like all of these. Oh, look, they got um, like active governance shit going on, though. I think everybody's. Hmm? I'm just trying to see how long they've been at this. There's like four voted on proposals already. Yeah, I saw a couple in a Telegram channel. I haven't really gotten that far, but um, this is some. A lot of people in one channel I was in were in a lot earlier. So you know, of course, I keep seeing all these prices, and I'm like, damn, why aren't I getting into these when they're like three dollars? Yeah, yeah. And so, so then, hold on, let me switch. Then I found. In one of my channels, I found this one. Um, oh, a BSC one. Okay, so the pre-sale was today. I missed it. Um, but the uh, public sale starts um, 7 a.m. East Coast time tomorrow morning. It's a public sale. So right now, I'll just show you the pre-sale screen real quick. It was uh, basically 4 BUSD per UDO. So four right. token, four dollars, four dollars a one. So you kind of think you're not going to get in much earlier than this. Yeah. Um, so you know, I was going to throw five hundred at it, but then um, I figured I couldn't figure out why this button wasn't going because it still shows hot, but I missed it somehow. Um, so now I'm just waiting for the live one. Uh, Are they showing morning. the staking rates yet? Uh, nothing yet. I don't think. Okay. Let's see. Oh, no, it's taking me. You're on the wrong network. You're on Avalanche, probably. Still? I thought I switched over. Yeah. Here we go. And just so you know, Joe, uh, because you are sharing your whole screen, it's showing us your MetaMask wallet in the screen. But not the whole address, right? Uh, no. But just that's not the problem. The problem is people can see what you have. So just be careful. Oh, yeah. This is like these are like dummy wallets, basically. Um, nothing's in them. Okay. So it's not showing anything yet. Yeah, because it hasn't cranked up yet. Okay. Yeah. But so tomorrow I'm going to jump into this and, um, you know, see what happens. What time what? tomorrow? 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Eastern time. Yep. Just when I'm driving my kids to school. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so that's those are the two like kind of DGen things I found today. All right. Um, I like still, it. Still, like I said, I cycle a lot of time just because I was up and I put it into these other ones. Um, I took profits everywhere else. 
and now I'm sitting with a pretty big basket of stables waiting cool. um, for the next thing. I mean, I did see what one of the other things that was concerning me a little bit was, um, of course, we all like that buy, but you know, when I'm looking at these, like, this is like long short ratios. And you know, the only one it, the majority is long on is BTC right now. Uh, it is in the perp space and all that margin perp, all that. Right. Most people are below 50%. So the preponderance is shorting. And then um, when I looked at this uh, exchange flows, that is troubling to me. I mean, when everybody else is going out, you're seeing a lot of ETH going into the central exchanges. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's that whole big thing going on between ETH and some of the people that were heavy on ETH that have now been basically moving to Avalanche, I guess. Yeah, so that was, uh, of, those are guys, those are fucking VCs pumping their bags. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're taking profits here too um, on ETH. And there was all those big orders going off, I think, on FTX of ETH. So, you know, that kind of worries me a little bit. But then I look at the, the Binance stuff. I mean, look, there's still, you know, look, I see 30, 50 million within from 3,900 up yeah. on the buy line right here. And then another 60 in the next 400 points down. So, you know, I don't know what to think. Oh, but hey, we, we got a comment from, from Sean saying, check out Jade Protocol, another ohm fork on BSC. Jade protocol. Yep. All right. Let's load up Jade protocol. Let's see what he's got okay. there. I'm gonna. You took the screen back. Nope. Oh, I'm still in it. Okay, got You're it. You're in charge, John. Um, Joint tissue examination and damage exam. All right. All right. We're looking at websites in the day. top right. Yeah, no, I was just looking to see how Price. long I've been around for. We're at 24 how? hours. Okay. Nice. Well, he says less than Fresh. 72 hours in his message to us. An um for. Oh, uh, damn. This looks a lot like smart better. coin. This looks like a smart coin psychological play. Uh, what's up with that, Sean? Tell us about it. Yeah, we're gonna have to dig into this one a little bit. What's the address? Um, Jade Protocol. What? Dot io. I haven't done. I'm gonna have to like move money over to fucking BSC because I got nothing happening over there. I mean, I got like 300 bucks sitting in there somewhere. Yeah, you know, I haven't done anything over there at all. So I five million APY. With... Go ahead. No, no. When I went in there, I thought that. You know, maybe there was some issue, but, um, you know, uh, uh, no, red alert, BSC, but red alert, red fucking alert. So remember how I said Tell this me. looked a little bit like smart coin. Yeah. A Harvard professor devs from Google viral marketing export. I'm, I'm going to bet you a million dollars. He says they smart have a fair fork thing going on. This is smart coin. Matt, I know from Nutthink, I'm in for a wee bit. Uh, N Creek says, hey, hey, awesome catching you guys live. Much love. Love you too, man. Well, so what do you think of this? 
Uh, I think this is smart coin and I bet it's just from a branding perspective, it looks like their structure of their page and everything else. Let me go look and see if I, they, I heard that they were going to do something on BSC. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Look at them. They're attacking the venture capitalists in the video. Oh uh, yeah. Let go look at their, tw let me go look at their Twitter feed. I'm going to bet that's what this is. <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious, man. Immediately. I was like, that's fucking smart coin. That's like everything. They had the Harvard professor, blah, blah, blah. Let me look at, I'm going to take a look and see if this is smart coin. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to bet the fair fork foundation. Go to smart coin farm and click Jade protocol on the top menu. Ha. So now they're trying, they couldn't beat Ohm like they said they were going to do. So now they're going with a complete fork of Olympus Dow and they're going to play their psychological game. And this one, they'll hmm. actually make their money in. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. I don't really get the whole, I mean, I know everybody wants to bash the VCs, but you know, there's a reason why this is such fertile ground for them. Cause in traditional finance, they can't dump. Their yeah. stuff's locked up. Well, it's you just know? a marketing ploy. I bet half the team is probably our VCs. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, if you're sitting on 400 million in ETH or B&B or something and you're yeah. running it out of your basement, trust me, you're yeah. still a VC, dude. You're yeah. still a VC. Yeah. And people aren't going to hold it. People yeah. sell the stuff um, for profit. I mean, I think that was what was going on in the ICO times with, uh, you know, groups that were, I don't want to name names, but there were groups that were established Silicon Valley groups that were running ICOs and, you know, they paid their fine, but it allowed everybody to get in on the pre pre-sale, then dump yep. a little on the pre-sale, then dump half the bag on retail. And then basically they're sitting with like 10% of what they started with and, you know, six X on their money. And that 10% is worth what they, the same amount they started with. So, yeah. I mean, who's, who's not going to do it? If you, if, if you, if you don't want to be a VC, but you're holding it, you just don't want to go down with the ship guys. Yeah. So, you know, 15% of treasury used for buybacks and marketing. B&B bond at 26%. <laughs> I'm just watching the stream laughing at it. I know, um, it's hilarious. So speaking yeah, of which, go ahead. Uh, yesterday, uh, oh, I know I had to drive my daughter somewhere and I had like an hour in the car. So I um, was listening to uh, the All In podcast. Jake, They had Jason Calacanis on, on this video and Shamath and everybody. So it made me think of them. And they were trying to have a conversation about DAOs because Jason brought up, uh, Jason br brought up, um, that the constitution Dow thing, right? Yes. And Chamath's like, Oh, those fucking idiots. What do they think was going to happen? The other guys knew exactly who their, what their price was. Their highest yep. price bid was going to be. So they just put a dollar over it. They're all idiots. If I had been running it, I would have, I would have done gotten it for half that price, blah, 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 blah. So Jason's like, no, 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 that's not my point. My point is that we are entering a realm where this Dow thing is going to mess. I mean, it's not going to mess everything up, but it's going to be incredibly powerful. And 
you guys just aren't seeing what's happening here. What's happening here is average people are getting together and in 48 hours, they put together $47 million. $47 million to buy the fucking constitution. And most of them didn't even care if they were going to make money on it. They just wanted to say they owned the constitution. He goes, he's trying to convince them. And Chamath, Freeberg, and Sachs. Well, Sachs was just quiet. Freeberg's like, well, I'd really love for the whole thing to be free market, but you know, the SEC is going to come in and Chamath is like, we have to control people, how much they can invest. And, and Jason's like, yeah, yeah, but we have to at least let them like invest 5,000. I'm like, these, you know, now here's Chamath. Like he's like ranting on, they don't know what they're doing. They're going to fuck everything up. These people don't know how to manage their money, invest, blah, blah. This whole condescending, I am trad five VC guy running uh, SPACs, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to this shit and going, okay, well, Jason is close. Jason at least says, sees that there's a seed of power here in Dow's and what's happening with them. So he at least is like starting to click on it, but still doesn't really have a clue, right? Because all he knows is Constitution Dow. He doesn't realize what the fuck's happening. Like if he spent an hour on Olympus Dow, his head would just explode at his desk. Like he, he wouldn't be able to handle it. And Chamath and Freeberg are going to, it's going to be like a train hit them. Like, because mm -hmm. they're going to be turning around, they're going to turn around in six months and Dow's are managing quadrillions of fucking dollars. Cause look, I mean, look at the market cap of Olympus today is $4.2 billion and they're not traded on a single centralized exchange, not a single one. And that is all. And that community is cranking. I'm sitting, I, I'm in the Dow discord for Olympus. These guys mm -hmm. are building like fuck. They're building an incubator. They're building a swap platform. They're incubating projects. They've already got the first one out. They are building all kinds of marketing tools and campaigns. They're building faster than a unicorn builds. They are just cranking like crazy because they don't have to go hire people. Everybody's there and has a vested interest. Everybody has their stake. The thing that just dawned on me is these people haven't, here's a guy investing billions of dollars, running SPACs, hasn't even looked at this shit. He's got a giant bag of Solana. He's going to try to pump it and shill it. He, they have, this world has no clue what is coming. They have zero clue what is coming. They're like, well, the SEC is going to jump into this shit. I'm like, how is the SEC going to jump into this shit if the people who are running it are anonymous? And if they hand off all the governance to the community, what are you going to do? Arrest all 5,000 people that are engaged in the community? Like they, they can't stop this shit. They have no well, idea what's really happening. And, and they're no, like, well, I, I just, you know, we, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, this is kind of what we were touching on the other day is that this is on the fringe. They're still worrying about DeFi yeah. to regulators is yield farming right now. Yeah. Okay. And that's what they're looking at. And they're lending, looking at like lending. a main They're worried chain. about the lending. Yeah. Lending and, and interest on uh, deposits, token, interest bearing tokens. You know, this is like the, you know, I'm going to say it's like kind of like, you know, 2020 stuff, basically. This isn't current. So they're yeah. not going to get to these DAOs for a while. And then you're right. They're not going to understand it. And I mean, you can't, you know, there I are it's no going to be too late. <laughs> yeah. And I think then when the critical mass is up there and stuff's going on, then how do you stop it? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you can't. And okay. so, um, so to me, I think that, um, I don't see the big threat there yet. Um, and so, you know, I, I actually like these, it took me a while to get comfortable, but just think of them as big algorithms, 
is the way I look at it. That just autonomous bot type algorithms that just run on their own. Yeah, but and go do what they're going to do. Right. Um, but here's the how thing. do you regulate that? Yeah, yeah, I mean the example of the Constitution DAO is yes. that there is a shit ton of money sitting in wallets all over the world, willing to jump in on shit. And then you look at Olympus DAO, or you look at um, any of the projects, even the guys I talked to today from from Hundred, that lending protocol. Right. This was a group of people. They were all in a project called Percent. There was a bug in a smart contract. And the smart contract locked up a bunch of people's funds. A group of them got together and said, fuck it. We're going to do this again. We're going to do it right. We're going to airdrop to everybody that got locked up. And we're going to build this platform. And now they're building a multi-chain, cross-chain platform with a completely decentralized protocol. Look at Robert Lauko. This is, this, this is all? This is 100. 100. 100 is the project. There's a, it's a new lending protocol. Then there's, there's Robert Lauko at Liquidy. He does radical decentralization. He creates an entire lending platform in stablecoin and can't touch the code, right? What the fuck is the SEC going to do about it? And he's up front and says, here I am. This is, you know, he's in Europe, so he's less concerned. But he launches this thing and puts it out there and nobody can stop it now. It's gone. It's done. And that's not a DAO. Look at Olympus DAO. Thousands of people. Dude, I'm in this Discord. The shit that these people are building Developers, artists, content people, video videographers, they are building, 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 building. The entire infrastructure of Olympus DAO is going to be massive. They're incubating startup DAOs. They're um, building new protocols around it. They're doing hackathons. There's a new group doing an entire hackathon system to build on top of Olympus DAO. What, what, I'm, what my point is, is this is just one project. There are dozens, hundreds of projects out there with communities galvanizing to build shit and nobody's in charge, right? Somebody's in charge for the first six months and then they hand it off. And that's what these guys don't realize. Like, so Jason's response was, so Chamath was like, well, Jason, what are you going to do? Have them come into your syndicate? And Jason's like, well, no, I'm at my max on my syndicate. And and he goes, but there's got to be a way to like, you know, if we change the rules of the Jobs Act a little bit and let them have a little more room for people so we can get rid of these stupid accredited investors laws. And I'm like thinking to myself and wanting to scream at the phone, but my daughter and her friend are in the back. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter what the accredited investor laws is. <laughs> Nobody in this world cares. Nobody cares. No. You guys don't understand that your advantage, your advantage as VCs, syndicate leaders, whatever you are, is gone in this world. And soon this world is going to come into your world, right? Because what startup is going to go through the bullshit of kissing their ass when they can anonymize or go to Europe or go to Singapore and launch a project in DeFi and get it funded? So, yeah, you know, that's my point is that they just don't see what's coming. And look, I'm not saying their shit's going away. There'll be plenty of people in TradFi that'll invest in his specs. There'll be plenty of people that are, you know, toeing the line on the rules, investing in Jason's syndicate. I'm not saying they're going to be wiped out. I'm just saying that they have no idea what they what what's happening here, right? And to me, you know, I'm sure Chamath and, and Sachs have probably invested 10 million each in fucking Solana tokens, right? It's happening in Solana too. And they have no concept of of the way the world's changing and then for me and i'll finish these DAOs are going to influence everything as far as i'm concerned it'll take some time but they're going to influence like i don't ever want to start another fucking llc 
like kind of like why why would i bother you know and so uh, there's going to be an impact organizationally i mean think about what nonprofits can do i posted a use case for alchemix right let's say you're launching a save the penguins nonprofit right and and you raise 20 million dollars from uh where you you're going out to raise 20 million dollars to to from philanthropists right you can go to those philanthropists and say, you know what? I have a $20 million budget for the next 10 years and I'm never going to come back to you again. I want all of you to put $40 million in and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the 40 million in Alchemix. I'm going to take the 20 million out. I'm going to put 10 million into 20% yield on stable coins. I'm going to run on 10 million and I'll never ask you for money again, right? The entire world is going to shift and change. Or a DAO says, I want to say it solves some climate problem, right? That's my point. Well, you know, what's interesting is that what you just said, you know, you're putting 50% in a stable coin pool yielding 20%. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to give you your money back. I forgot. That's what you tell the philanthropist. I'm going to give you your money back in six years. Yeah. So you're getting about, you know, you're getting basically 10%, and this is TradeFi talk, 10% IRR on that deal on half the portfolio locked in essentially, you know, fixed assets and the other 10 percent, you know is probably going to generate i mean god if i mean this year the numbers are just off the charts but i could see it easily doing 25 percent on that so you're talking about you know 35 percent irr and a bunch of moonshots i mean who doesn't want to do that deal right i mean to well, me yeah but i mean take you, all the problems of people out exactly you know? but if you do it for charities think about it i'm going to ask you for 40 million dollars and I'm going to give you back the $40 million in six years, and I'll never ask you for money again. I mean, yeah, I mean that's what's possible. So well, that's my point is, is that this transforms everything. The DeFi and DAOs, I really think have the... Now, it may be that the rest of the world just kind of ignores it and moves on, but this part of the world is going to be transforming and people are going to come in and say, I don't have to do shit like I used to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I did a lot of Series A deals back in the day, and, you know, the amount of hassle you got to go through to raise a quarter million, a hundred grand, something like yeah. that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, unless you got, a, you know, an entrepreneurial law firm. I mean, you're talking about 50 to 60 grand in legal fees. Um, you're talking about, you know, all the filings, you know, all the accredited investor stuff. Months, this is before months. a lot of that kicked in. Months. But, you know, the, the thing is that there's just a, easy pool out there of accredited investors. I call it like doctor money. You know, you know, doctors always think, you know, they come to these guys with their ideas and they don't realize they're really the fatted calves. The VCs <laughs> are all looking at the doctors, you know, because everybody knows doctors are dumb money. Yeah. Okay. Doctors are super smart about doctoring, but everything else, <laughs> they don't know shit. And they're suckers in yeah. all these deals. You know, they make enough money to write 25K checks and not worry about it. But, you know, the point is they play that hubris or ego against them. So those are your accredited investors. Yeah. Now, they're also the same guys that their grandson will say, hey, man, if you checked out, you know, coin whatever. And they'll be like, oh, wow, that's, you know, hey, 150,000 percent return. Let's throw a couple grand at it. They'll do stuff like that, too. So to me, I think, you know, doctors, lawyers, guys like that, you have much more fun over here. Exactly. And jump at their hoops in a in, plus these are liquid. You can get out. Exactly. You can't get out of Series A deals mm -mm. until it goes public. Exactly. And then so you know, you're waiting five to 10 years for that money to come back. And then once they bring in a debt round or a preferred or convertible <laughs> preferred round, you're at the bottom of the stack. You're never going to get anything unless that thing goes public.
Yeah. So, you know, you don't common stockholders in series a waste <laughs> of time, guys, total waste of time. Just do your thing on these platforms, raise your money. And that's what I like about Ohm. And that's what I kind of missed when you started talking about it. And other people were talking about it when I was on vacation is that these are tech companies. Yeah. These aren't really just DeFi. They use DeFi to accumulate resources to execute on their business model. And what you said, Brad, about all the incubating and the launch pads and all this other stuff going on um, and new tech around this and innovation, that's what makes them tech companies. Yeah. You know, Snow Dog or Snow Dog. I don't know if that's a tech company because no. that's just going into an <laughs> angle or smarter coin. I'd say it's no, just but Home is definitely a tech company. Yeah. These are yeah. tech companies. And, you Snow know, Snow Dog is, is like a play to lose or play to earn game. Yeah, and if you win, stick it in the other one, Omi plays. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm just rolling up more and more into these. But I would um, encourage real quickly, I would encourage all go. the listeners, especially those of you that have Ohm, go to the Olympus Dow Discord. You're you're going to be blown away. And this and, and this is people that are highly inexperienced diving in and learning shit while they're building. And it's also people who have unbelievable credentials, credentials from institutional credentials from tech credentials from art from music from everything all like it's amazing to watch absolutely amazing to watch strangers from around the world coming together to try to make more money and build an entire platform and ecosystem i mean to the point where i think how long until ohm is its own blockchain because it's like you know it's like going to become this massive thing and it's but it's not just olympus dow it's it's happening all over the place you know so but this makes i mean i'm one of the i kind of think that a lot of the paired yield farming indexes um you know i had this discussion with somebody else a few weeks ago and i started thought through it and i was kind of like you know there are a lot of dexes and there are a lot of yield farms and everybody's complaining about impermanent loss and you know i kind of see it sometimes but um you know and usually the reward tokens are some high emission token that's just diluting like crazy so everybody just dumps it, which takes the price down further. And I started thinking, you know, I think a lot of this, um, there are better ways to raise money. Now, people do it because that's how they raise money for a project. You know, that's how you get resources for your startup. But to me, these OMI ideas seem much more attractive as ways to, to raise money. So, you know, you would have your project and then you would go to like OM and these other guys and you would get a grant from them to seed up your platform yep. and then you're off to the races. So look, Omi's now got what? Um, I don't know what the treasury looks like. I think you said 4 billion plus. You yeah, th uh, three point, I think Ohm treasury is like 3.9 and then the market cap's 4.2. Yeah, so look, that's, I mean, you know, a lot of that could potentially be redeemed. I think 90, I saw a number recently, I think it said 92% 92%. of all, yeah, is They own 92% of their liquidity. They own 92% yeah. of their liquidity. They own it or it's locked. The project yeah, so owns 92% of its liquidity. Okay. So there you go. That's 92% of the 3.6 odd billion is resources to execute on their business model. I mean, yeah. that's not a juggernaut tech company coming down the pipe. It's like Klima. You know, I look at Klima <clears throat> and it's got a, a reason to exist. Um, yep. These are going to be monster companies. Yeah, I think what Klima can become. Klima today is doing carbon credits. Maybe Klima starts developing carbon reclam reclamation technology. 
Maybe they start funding regenerative farming programs, right? I mean, they can become a massive, like you say, tech company or organization that's actually doing shit, right? And, yeah. and the beauty of it is it's such a beautiful mix of capitalism and not philanthropy. Societal good. Yeah. Societal good. Societal good. It's, it's this amazing combination. It's incredible. And I, I you know, I well, tell look, you, even, I can't be more excited. I wish I had more people to talk to it about, but they all look like well, I'm you, fucking raving crazy. Well, yeah, well, nobody gets it. Um, but you <sighs> think about clean, but let's go back to that. Now let's, you know, I was reading some press over the weekend, of course, about gas prices and oil companies and, you know, blah, way, blah, quick, blah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Real quick, um, Sean uh, uh, in the comments said, uh, Wonderland Discord is now cranking on um, a Dow. So that project is moving for full decentralization as well. So if those of you that are interested in kind of being in one of these circumstances where you can hmm. join in and have fun and really build something, maybe getting in early on that is would be a great idea. He says it's no it's just noise and floundering right now. No team involvement yet, so we'll see. Look, that's all of these things are messy as fuck when they start. They're all yeah. a total mess. Anyway, go ahead, so look, Joe. I'm sorry. No, no, but you but you to your point. You get in there and you exchange ideas with people in the in these Discord channels, figure out what's going on, and then find yourself a little niche. A lot of times they have opportunities for moderators and admins and all yep. ambassadors and all kinds of if you don't know anything about crypto, go in and that's how you learn. I mean, in fact, that's how Brad and I met. We was talking about this the other day, Brad, but like yeah. I think it was 2017. <laughs> you know, yep. we jumped in on a somebody was asking for people on LinkedIn for a project like this. And so yep. he and I met there. And, you know, we've been going strong ever since. But, you know, that's kind of where I figured a lot of stuff out. Yep, and how too. this stuff works. Um, me too. And you know how to recognize who are the real people and who are the total hustlers. And so, yep. um, but back to, to Klima for a second. You know, when you look at how you're using capitalism to um, implement societal change, you know, so then you look at the, you know, the fossil fuel companies. All right, look, if you're... I mean, of course, they don't want to change because they're I think I saw something like 38 percent free cash flow this year. I mean, they're just minting money. But, you know, they, they got gashed last year and the year before and the year before. So it's all boom or bust. And they're trying to break that cycle. Well, to me, the way you break this cycle is, you know, you need resources to change a little bit, implement some clean energy stuff or look at other things. Why don't you go into Klima? I mean, you guys got carbon credits everywhere because you're buying them left and right. Right. So go in and mint Klima. Take the ride, double your stack, and now you got twice as much money to implement change or buy more carbon credits. Absolutely. I mean, I think carbon credits right now, BCT, I think is 670 or it was over the weekend. So that's one metric ton of carbon offsets, I guess. How much is it? It's six dollars and something cents. Okay. So, you know, if all the the fossil fuel companies went in and started buying up these credits. You know, took a big position now, recognizing that the dynamics of the Klima protocol means that that price is going to go up. Yep. So go in and buy some now. And then when it goes up, you know, sell it for the profit. And then you have essentially money that you made off of um, clean energy, climate change protocols yep. that you can then use to either, you know, offset your polluting or enact change. So you're not polluting as much. I mean, this is this is plus plus to the bottom line. For just about anybody so you know it's not just the the greenies that are making money here i'm convinced <laughs> that 
oil companies could make money here too. And it's um, beautiful. Imagine you're coming into this project, you're making money on it, you're doing these carbon offsets at the same time. You have something cool to talk about, and and I mean, it's just mind-boggling. Well, look, you go in and then you promote it <clears throat> that you're in these climate change Hell initiatives. Yeah. I mean, guys, like everybody, what oil company doesn't want to be looked at as greener? Of course. Or any a bit green, let's say. Yeah. Um, you know, because they are, you know, I mean, it's not, some are trying. I mean, I was driving around, I got to go in five minutes, but actually, when I, I was I, out I, west. Shit, I got three, Joe. I got to drop yeah. in three. All right. So, yeah, we'll cut in two minutes. But when I was driving out west this summer, I was going through some stuff in, I guess it was probably northwest Colorado or something like that. And there's this, all these energy fields out there and you know you look at it and and these are like i think it's fracking but they um or natural gas i don't know something but you know these are not it's not big oil derricks up in the sky it's like little tiny things on the ground and little holding tanks and it's all automated and it's not like totally destroyed they're yeah. trying to make it look nice and so to me I mean, whether you agree with fracking or not, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't really have a 100% position on that either way. But, you know, to me, I think that these are ways to change behavior at these companies that will also be profitable. Yep. And, you know, until change is profitable, they're probably not going to do it. Yep. So that's my point on Klima. Um, I know we got to go. I got to drop. Hey, thanks for listening. Now. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for listening. Uh, thanks so much for joining in. Sean and Craig, love seeing you guys chatting. Everybody else should chat. Hey, listen, if everybody could um, send me a DM if you like or put it in the chat next tomorrow. But um, we're actually thinking about doing a collaborative project. And uh, if we set up a chat group, would you guys be into it? Let us know or uh, I'll post the question on Twitter. You can reply there. Thank you very much. We love all of you. And uh, Joe, have a great afternoon. Hey, you too, buddy. Talk to you Take later. Care. Thanks, bye -bye. everyone. See you later. Bye-bye.